Treat with NAZ Elite, a monthly podcast in which I chat with Hoka NAZ Elite team members, and you'll get a behind-the-scenes scoop on their training, racing, and everyday lives. I'm your host, Eric Sensman. You can find our monthly podcast on SoundCloud uh, by searching Hoka NAZ Elite, and you can learn more about the faces behind the team uh, by visiting their website, nazelite.com, their Facebook page, Northern Arizona Elite, or their Instagram and Twitter, both at NAZ underscore Elite. Uh, welcome to this month's episode of Midday Troop with NAZ Elite. Um, I am here with Danny uh, Shanahan. Make sure I got that right. You go by Danny, yes. rather than Danielle. Yeah. Okay. So it's Danielle, uh, but Danny for short. Um, so Danny just joined the uh, Hoka One One NAZ Elite team, um, and you just got to Flagstaff last Saturday night. Last Saturday night. So a little over a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about what brought you to the team, some of your past running, uh, what you're looking forward to in the future. So. I guess we can start by going backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that some of the listeners have an idea of your, your history, but um, walk us through... Well, I guess you you were at Loyola Marymount. So yeah. That was, uh, you graduated just this year or last year? Uh, yeah, so I was done with my eligibility at the end of indoor season, so I finished up in February um, and then ran one last outdoor season under my college coach Scott Guerrero unattached so kind of had dipped my toes in the water of post-collegiate running without quite going the full transition to professional running yeah so we'll I guess we'll rewind a little more before we go into that more (laughs) but I want to ask a lot about that um but you're from you're from that area yeah uh, right so when I was looking for colleges I what weather's intimidated me a lot as Mm -hmm. an 18 year old looking around at colleges and I knew I wanted to stay in Southern California Um, and I met with Coach G, um, kind of a funny story. He doesn't really remember meeting me at all (laughs) because when he first met me, I was a junior in high school and I was a 525 miler. Um, and he like was like, okay, like we'll talk a little bit more when you get a little bit faster because LMU was expensive and I knew I would need money to go there. Um, so then that year I pop a 514 little better um and we start talking a little bit more and then my high school cross-country coach decided to quit and I kind of like freaked out about the whole transition transitioning to a new coach and um I also came from like a really small school and like Mm -hmm. the other girls that were kind of good had graduated and I really 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 wanted to have a good senior year to kind of leverage myself and to be able to get a scholarship and go to LMU because I knew that's where I wanted to go um so for anyone that knows anything at all about the South Bay area, it's actually like a pretty big running hub. There are a lot of really good cross-country teams in that area. Yeah. Um, and one of the teams that's been a standout over the year has been Redondo High School. And there have been times where that coach has kind of taken kind of stragglers under his wing. And okay. um, I was one of those. Uh-huh. So I trained under him for a year with my new coach at Bishop Montgomery, where I went to high school. Okay. Um, kind of just letting me do my thing and he was awesome both coaches were awesome and I got a lot faster uh-huh. and kind of set me up for a really great college career that's awesome what what do you think changed or not changed but what 
uh, was different in training with the, the coach from Redondo? And, and yeah, um, well, my high school is very small, like not super sports focused, um, except for their basketball team. Their basketball team is weirdly good. <laughs> um, but, and I knew I wanted to be really, really good at running right. and I just needed a different mindset. And Bob, um, the Redondo coach had had girls with like state champions, bunch of accolades, okay. like national record holders, and just being around an environment of girls that had been in that since their freshman year of high school. Um, some of them are still like my best friends to this day. Okay. Uh, it really helped me a lot and just kind of upping, upping the intensity of the training because I was doing basically nothing. I see. <laughs> so so it sounds like in large part it was kind of the, the group with which you, you were able to train. Yeah, okay. yeah, a lot of that helped. Okay, cool. So I guess to some degree you learned pretty early like the the benefits i guess of surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. talented or uh, hard-working runners yeah yeah very cool um so you did then land at lmu i did like you wanted to I did. yep yeah and did did the yeah, it's did the trajectory upwards i guess just continue for you it did it happened slower than i thought it would because since i made such huge jumps that senior year of high sure. school i thought like okay i'm just gonna keep making these really <laughs> big jumps yeah which now I'm thinking back, like saying that, I'm like, wow, like you were a dumb freshman. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it'll be funny if I like coming back, looking at this first year as a pro thinking like five years down the road, wow, you were dumb first year. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Sure. Um, Do you just mean in terms of what you expected of yourself? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I thought I was going to make really big jumps and just autom like from the get go, like be one of the top collegians right. in the country because I was... A really really good high school runner my last year of high school um but then I kind of had to take a step back respect the process and let them training do its work and, right because it LMU's program it works but you have to be very patient right so okay. everything kind of starts to come together your third fourth fifth year okay but those first couple years like it can be a little bit of a grind just waiting for the magic to happen like you do have big breakthroughs but it's, it's a build. It's a slow build. Okay, okay. That mentality sounds like the mentality of a marathoner to me. <laughs> to some uh, degree. <laughs> like the idea that you just have to put in a lot of work and just wait yeah. and wait and be patient, as you do when you race that mm -hmm. distance, but um, maybe maybe someday. Maybe someday. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to like get that in writing right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there no, are totally. some more things that I want to do as the shorter distances, right. um, but we'll see. Yeah. I'm not ruling it out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so then what was, towards the end of your college career, mm -hmm. you, I imagine, thought to yourself, I'd like to keep running when college is over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so much of like an aha moment of something that I kind of intrinsically, intrinsically felt like I was always what uh -huh. I wanted to do yep. after college. And even like early on in college, like I knew this was the goal. So that's why, like, early on, I was almost kind of frustrated that I wasn't running super, super fast early sure. on, because I knew that this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome that I get to sit here and talk yeah. to you about it yeah. with Hoka on my chest <laughs> and right. what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Well, so what was, I guess, what was it like, that process, I guess, coming out of college and you did run an, an extra year mm -hmm. um, in grad school, like yeah. you talked about, uh, and then when that ended... Where were you in terms of your running and where you were going next and so forth? So since I had that extra semester that was just kind of an unattached free-for-all almost, mm -hmm. um, 
it was kind of nice going through the recruiting process because I felt like I could really take my time and think things through and okay. um, have a little bit more time to be able to like space visits out the way I wanted to and all that. Um, so I really enjoyed that semester. Like it mm -hmm. was stressful in some ways knowing that like this big chapter of my life was ending. Right. But in other ways it was really exciting because I knew that this is just such a great opportunity. Um, but yeah, it was really fun just to be able to run for myself and just find joy in it and run really fast without yeah. like having any sort of extrinsic pressure of sure. NCAAs or bonuses or any of that. Just really focus on the training and what I love to do and just do it for myself. Yeah. Um, and then the recruiting stuff kind of flowed pretty naturally. Um, it did get like a little bit stressful like oh my gosh like I'm gonna uproot my life and stuff but it's also right. really exciting yeah totally so yeah I want to talk about that transition here in a minute but um you did PR in I believe the 1500 the 5k and the 10k yes right this spring yes. um and that was while you were post-collegiate mm -hmm. um yet to as far as I know sign you know um sign with someone uh do you think that that success came in part because uh, you felt that kind of lack of pressure from, I don't know, the way things were in college, or or do you think that yeah. that was just kind of the natural, like, you um, just have been getting better? A little, bit, little bit of both. Little bit I of both. think okay. that I was able to run some of the times I did because I could pick races that I wanted to do without, like, an overarching NCAA schedule that I had to follow. Okay, so, like, sure. when I was really peaking, I could be like, okay, I want to run a fast 5K now. Right. Instead of... I want to run a really tactical 5K at a regional meet and sure. then maybe run a really fast 5K at the national meet uh, or yeah. maybe another really tactical I one. I see. That makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I think that did help. But also, I was a fifth year. I had been in that program for a while mm -hmm. and I knew that it worked well for me and it was time to run something pretty quick. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you did ultimately, of course, end up uh, with NAZ Elite. So mm -hmm. what was... What was the, I guess, the deciding factor in terms of what led you here to Flagstaff and, and to be under coach Ben Rosario and with, and with this team? Yeah, um, a lot of things. One, Ben is awesome, and just right off the bat, like, I felt like we clicked really well. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. His train made a lot of sense to me, and I thought it was something that was almost a natural progression of what I was doing at LMU, very yeah. strength-based. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to keep getting more strength-based. Right. Um, and just the girls already on the team have been kicking butt, and it's been really awesome to watch that and just know, like, wow, these are going to be my training partners. They're going to make me work really, really hard. Sure. And some days they might really, really wreck me, and that's <laughs> exciting but also kind of intimidating, but I know it's going to make me really, really good. Yeah. And also just Flagstaff itself. Like, I've never trained at altitude. I'm coming from as close to sea level as you possibly can get. Um, so I think just adjusting to 7,000 feet, that's going to be, give me another big push. And sure. just the whole time I was on my visit, I just kept getting this feeling like, wow, this place is going to make me really, really good. Yeah. And that just kept <laughs> looping back in my head and it, it made sense. Sure. At the end of the day, it made sense. So what's it been like this first week plus? Like, I feel like the, one of the first times I remember being at altitude, I like walked upstairs and I was like, oh boy, that, <laughs> that was kind of rough. Yeah. Um, hey, how's the transition been? Have you felt it? I mean, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I felt it, like, on runs especially. Uh -huh. um, today was probably the first day that I would get, like, a mile or two in and my lungs wouldn't already be screaming <laughs> at me. Yeah. Um, 
It really only hit me when I was going up a pretty sizable hill okay. at the end of the run. Uh, so I feel like I'm slowly starting to adjust. Yep. But we'll see. I have my first workout tomorrow, so I might like come back to you tomorrow and be like, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. But yeah, it's been good. I just, I know it's, I have to be more careful about my training and more intentional because sure. the altitude, it takes more out of you than I yeah. used to being at sea level. So I just have to be more careful. Yeah. And I'm sure that's something you've, you talked about in the recruiting process mm -hmm. with Ben in, in looking to come to altitude for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And like what I just kind of heard from it was I feel like the altitude just holds you accountable for things you're already supposed to be doing. <laughs> right. So if you're like at sea level, you can get away with running your easy runs a little bit quicker because you'll recover better there sure. for here. If you don't do that, like you will not make it. Right. So it just, you're do, it makes you do the things you're supposed to be doing. Sure. Sure. Um, so what's it like now? I mean, it's not been too long since you've yeah. been here and since you've, uh, signed with NAZ Elite, but do you, what's the difference between like running in college, I mm -hmm. guess? Um, and now that you're running professionally in terms of like, someone's like, Hey, what do you do before? It was like, Oh, I'm a student. Yeah. And I also run, um, student athlete, I guess. And now it's like, Oh, I'm a professional runner. Um, do you reflect on that at all? Does that like feel weird to you or is it like, uh, yeah, a little bit like yeah. some, like, I know it's something that I've always like had in the back of my head. Like, this is what I want to do. And then now yeah. it's actually happening. It's like, right. Oh wow. Like this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> it's been kind of surreal, like getting the gear, pulling out of the uh -huh. boxes and be like, wow, like this is awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that answers the question. I just, some people, uh, uh, well, it's just interesting to hear from people who turn pro. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what about when it came to coming to Flagstaff, getting on the team, all that, mm -hmm. um, let, you already mentioned your teammates, right? So you've yeah. got, well, you've got quite a few now. Yeah, um. <laughs> and, like, that was something else. I guess I failed to mention that before. Like, I knew that the goal was to get a whole okay. bunch of us in. Uh -huh. um, and so, I thought yep. that the combination of Kellen, Steph, Allie already on the team, already yep. very established, very talented, very successful professional runners, and then a crop of newbies kind of figuring it out. I thought that combination would just be awesome for everyone. Yeah, cool. So, so yeah, it was, uh, Ben said, I guess, when he was recruiting you, we were intending to, mm -hmm. to add others as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, yeah, so he mentioned that, like, the year, because he actually started recruiting me last spring. Okay. Because um, he thought that I didn't have any more eligibility because I was a senior. Um, didn't know I was coming back for the fifth year, but then it, it ended up panning out that he decided to bring everyone in. Okay, year. yeah. So when you look at your teammates, uh, like the ones uh, here before you, um, rather than the ones coming in with you, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you look at Allie and Steph and Kellen, you mentioned feeling a little bit intimidated maybe at times, um, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah. So what you about. Is there anything that, I guess, what excites you and what worry, worries you, or maybe, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Uh -huh. I'm excited because they're going to make me really good. <laughs> right. I'm worried because it's gonna be really really hard sure, sure. um and it's just a level that of training that I haven't yet entered yeah. and it's kind of this whole unknown of oh my gosh like how am, is my body going to be able to handle all of this right. um but I know that having training partners like that that have been through all of this and done these 
types of workouts. Like, I know it's going to help me, but they're also going to make me hurt, which yeah. is exciting, but also terrifying. Totally. <laughs> Does it remind you at all of that that uh, senior year in high school when you when you went over to Redondo and yeah, yeah yeah it does a bit um, I mean obviously a higher level sure um, but yeah I remember like being in high school and seeing the Redondo girl and be like oh my gosh they're so fast and then all of a sudden I'm running with them then it yeah. just felt this very natural transition which now almost makes me feel more relaxed about yeah totally it. yeah in some sense I didn't I hadn't made that connection so yeah thank you for pointing that out <laughs> <laughs> well that's why we're doing this this is actually a therapy session oh okay I mean I do have a slight counseling background <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um, uh, what did you study in college? Um, I, I studied psychology. You did? Okay. And then my master's was in educational studies. Oh, cool. Um, but that degree was kind of like there were only four classes you had to take for it. And then other than that, you could take anything you wanted okay. within the school of education. And since uh -huh. I had the psychology background, I did mostly counseling classes, oh, which awesome. I loved. They were yeah. awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Is that something you thought like, oh... I'd enjoy a career in that if running doesn't work out. Or, yeah, 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 definitely. But I didn't want to do more school at this point sure. because this is what I really just want to go all in on. Totally. Um, maybe at another point in my life, I'd like to go back to school for that. Right. But yeah. if, I don't know. I did enjoy it a lot. And when it, so I want to take another step back again and, and look at that transition between running in college and going pro. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, collegiate athletes that are trying to do that mm -hmm. and you know a, a lot don't aren't able to make that jump um for a number of reasons but if uh do you have any advice for those that are in that process like looking to to move on from college and run professionally yeah um i mean like as they're kind of like gearing up on their senior year or as they're like ready to go into the recruiting process well, well probably both um i mean if you're like still looking to get that fast times just for worry more about competing and the times will come trust the process of what uh -huh. you're in if it's something that's been working for you just stick it out yep um and then as far as recruiting it it's really it really is like going through the college process again except that your choices are just funneled down a lot because there right. aren't a ton of teams okay um but just spread your feelers out as much as you can and sure. find something that's a good fit yeah yeah. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to fit. If you're not somewhere where you you think you can be happy and successful and agree with the training, like it's just not going to work. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's good advice. <laughs> uh, and then work really hard, I guess. Yeah, work, yeah. We're, we're starting in on that step <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, and then going back again to... Well, we started talking about this before the mm -hmm. we started filming, so yeah. we've got to go back now. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, there's a good story about when you first got out here. Yeah. To Flagstaff. Oh, no, it wasn't to Flagstaff. Oh, it was prior to um, that. So, I signed, like, three or four days before I raced at USA's. Right. In we want Yeah, in Des June, in Des Moines. Yep. So, because we wanted me in the... Well, we all wanted me to be in the kit. Uh-huh, uh -huh. Sure. It was really fun and exciting. Yeah. Um, but, so, I had a workout... Well, okay, rewind a little bit. <laughs> My coach... And I decided to fly into Omaha instead of Des Moines. Okay. Um, because, well, he had done that before. He's a man of habit, and that's just what made sense in his mind. <laughs> and two, um, the College World Series was going on, and a good friend of his from college was in town, and they wanted to go to a game, and it was I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I just want to get there early to acclimate to the community. Yep. Um, I don't care which city. I like Omaha. Fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, so we go to Omaha. I had like a easy tempo workout on the Wednesday before the race, um, and it's raining, and I'm going down the trail, and 
I turn around, I feel, I think it's the halfway point, I'm kind of near this little bridge thing, turn around, come back over the bridge, and I turn left and I slip and fall pretty bad, hit my chin, hit my knee, um, my wrist, my hip, like I was just scratched oh, up. Oh, that still Yeah, from no, that? that's still from okay. that. Yeah. This is still from Ooh. that. The chin's gone. It yeah. bruised pretty bad, too. Uh -huh. It was real cute. It was yeah. a good look. <laughs> so then we drive down to Des Moines that day. I go to the Airbnb that Ben, Steph, and Ben are staying at for USA's. And um, we go over my contract and everything. Everything's all exciting. He's like, okay, let's take some pictures. I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me, what? Because, like, my hair is, like, up in a bun. Uh -huh. Like, I had the Band-Aid on uh -huh. my chin. Like, no makeup on. I was just, like, feeling like a wreck because right. I had fallen really hard couldn't close my jaw it was bad it was, was it so was it that very day that you had fallen or was yeah it like no it was that day, day. it was that it day, was that day. Okay, wow. yeah and so um i mean yeah we went into the yard and took some pictures and i hit my bloody chin <laughs> and if you zoom in really closely on that first picture you can see it um which i don't love but it keeps me humble yeah. <laughs> So it's like, here, it. yeah. it's like, here, okay, you can be a professional runner, but the first picture you ever get posted of you in your new <laughs> kit, you have this, like, really big red scab right. on your chin. It's also on, like, my um, USATF credentials, uh -huh, like, get in the uh -huh. meat if you, like, look really closely. So it's like, okay, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I'll get over it. <laughs> and you're going to have to wait, like, a whole, well, maybe six months before you get a new one. New Because you, a new picture for the... For the for the Hoka, oh, no, for the no, Nazili no, website. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, we already took you? more. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Did you did it get replaced? Okay. I don't know. I'll have to ask. Okay. okay. I'll have to ask, but did, did I you? didn't get. I did get like a new picture, like change my profile pictures and okay. stuff, because that was the only picture we had. Right, kids, right. So it had to go everywhere. <laughs> I'm just like, this is great. This is really great. So it was a rocky start. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Right. Sure. Right. <laughs> um, do you? So Flagstaff is. Fairly renowned for its trails. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of road runners here, yeah. but um, are you, did you grow up, run, like, do you run trails on a, uh, no, okay. No, 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 I'm from LA. Yeah. We don't get trails. There's some good trails outside LA. There are, but it's driving anywhere in LA. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, where my school was, there were a lot of bike paths. Okay. So, we, I mostly run on bike paths. Yep. Um, where, like, I grew up that area there is a pretty decent trail area mm -hmm. in Palos mm -hmm. Verdes um it's one of my favorite places to run it's okay. like a nice dirt trail it goes along the cliffs yep. the ocean below you it's pretty nice yeah. um but yeah I've mostly been like a cement uh blacktop okay. runner so this whole trail thing's pretty new to me <laughs> I have now run on dirt more consecutive days than I think I ever have in my yep. life yep. so I'm loving it yeah and, and of course a lot of stuff around here is dirt roads so yeah. that's probably what you've been on for the yeah. most part yeah and you've enjoyed it though I have yeah I have I'm a little bit wary to get on like single track trails because right. I'm a bit of a klutz yeah so um probably not the best idea for me right I think I'm just gonna stay on the dirt yes for a little while <laughs> at least until you like get used to the altitude. yeah you, know, you yeah. need to be a little more settled probably yeah. before yeah. you before go I yeah put myself at that risk <laughs> yeah well we talked about maybe what would the opposite of a, a highlight of your career be a, a low light yeah. uh with, with falling that probably was not yeah. a highlight <laughs> uh the, the day of your pictures but um when you look at your career today what are what are some of the highlights what are the things that kind of stick out to you that um, I guess give you, well, make you excited, but also give you confidence kind of going into your, uh, pro career. Yeah. I mean, most recently that last track season I had, um, I mean, I think I only had one race where I didn't PR. Uh -huh. Um, 
but yeah, like that was really awesome just to kind of really see everything come together. Sure. Uh, running at uh, Outdoor Nationals last mm -hmm. spring, um, that was a pretty big highlight. It's something that was just really, really, really fun. I think, um, I think I read you were like only the, uh, I don't want to put a number on it because I'll get it wrong, but maybe only like the third? Third LMU? person from uh, LMU. That was right. to, okay. No, fourth. Fourth. Fourth person from LMU to ever make an outdoor national Outdoor meet. national, yeah. So that, I mean, that alone I'm sure was very yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah, no, it was really exciting. Yeah. Um, we've had some very good individuals come through LMU. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's been, it's been cool. fun to like be part of that. And, sure. Uh, I keep in contact with like Tara Welling and she's okay. a friend of mine. Right? Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, some, some recent track seasons performances mm -hmm. yeah. have given you a little bit of confidence yeah. that you feel. Yeah. And what, I mean, I feel like ever well, if you want to turn pro as a runner, you probably like to win. Mm -hmm. So that's usually <laughs> a driving force. Um, but what, what are kind of your motivations in, in turning pro, like, um, and continuing to run, uh, outside of college? Like what, what makes you want to do it, I guess? Yeah. I mean... The short answer is I just want to see how good I can get. Yeah, it's a good answer. Um, I don't know what that means, right. and I feel like every time my PR reach another level, it just keeps getting redefined. Sure. Um, if you would have asked me like my sophomore year of high school, or sorry, college sophomore year of high school, this would just sound like unreal to me at all. Um, sophomore year of college, like if I were to, I thought that like maybe like oh if I'll get into like the fifteen thirties, like I'll feel like that'll be the fastest I'll ever run. Yep. And now. I've run 1537, I feel like, okay, yeah, that I can do more. Right. Um, so it just keeps getting redefined. I don't know if there will ever be an end point to me feeling like I satisfied that, yeah. but I feel like I need to at least try. Sure. Um, and just see what happens and put myself in the best position possible to reach my potential. Yeah, yeah. Your, um, your teammate, Allie, we were speaking mm -hmm. a couple months ago, and she had... <laughs> she had a really funny story. You'll have to ask her about it. Okay. Um, about like nearly, nearly quitting and mm -hmm. like wanting to just be done um, with with competitive running. Did you, have you? Was there ever a moment in in your career so far where you're like, oh man, I don't I don't know if this is the thing for me. Um, not so much that I wanted to quit, uh -huh. but more that just I needed to redefine my focus. Okay. Um, I went through like a little bit of a phase in college where I was like, oh, I can do it all and be a student and run and sure. be social and I, I just needed to redefine my priorities and I think taking a redshirt season really helped with that. Yep. Um, another thing I can touch on is I was un, I was kind of barred from an indoor national meet last in 2017 mm -hmm. um, and then trying I tried to come back this past spring, winter, whatever indoor season is, and um, compete, and I just didn't make the meet. Okay. So, like, the combination of those two was just really, really, really frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and draining emotionally. Sure. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like I've always just kind of had a fight in me, a little bit of a chip on my shoulder, and this yeah. is something that I really just want to do and push myself forward to right. do. Um, I don't know. We'll see how... I react to all the altitude and whatnot yeah. and see if I just feel exhausted in like a year or something. I don't know. But <laughs> sure, sure. I don't, I haven't really had a moment where it's like, oh, this isn't for me. Yeah. So it sounds like in some ways the, the failures have motivated you to like mm -hmm. get better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to respond. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a yeah. professional runner. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've kind of covered what brought you here and how that's been going and everything. Um, you've touched on it a little bit, but going forward, what are some of the things that, I guess, have you excited, um, 
within the next year or maybe longer term or shorter term? Yeah, I mean, me and Ben went over my racing schedule for the fall and that got me pretty excited. Um, really just being in a team environment where I'm not the one that sets the standard, that's really exciting to mm -hmm. me. Um, I don't know, I just want to put myself into race situations where I feel like I could just be very successful. I don't know what distance that means or if it's on the track or the roads. I just want to try things out and see what happens and see like what my sweet spot is and what I really get excited about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really all of it, kind of yeah. like being here, being able to do this, um, training, racing, having all these new teammates, it all kind of excites me right yeah, now. Definitely. Um, it's hard to pinpoint one thing. Right. Yeah, it's a lot at once, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is it's like cool. overstimulated. Yeah, totally. headlights, but yeah. yeah, I'm excited. What What have you thought about Flagstaff so far, just in terms of uh, living here and I don't know. I feel like it, it has a, uh, Flagstaff has a sort of an aura to it like people sort yeah. of like put it on a pedestal yeah. as this place to to go and run and and get better which mm -hmm. yeah it is. is all true but um which... i don't know it was funny going through the recruiting process because before my recruiting trip i'd never stepped foot here oh, at okay. all really so yeah so that was okay. actually one of my biggest apprehensions to coming here was uh -huh. i didn't coming from like la being by the beach never having left the city yeah. i didn't know how I would like living in a small town. Right. So stay tuned. It's only been a week. But so far I really like it. It's nice being able to like get in the car and like see that the farthest you have to drive ever is 20 minutes because yeah. that's just unheard of. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the whole community. It's such a welcoming place at, for distance runners, mm -hmm. endurance athletes. Like I feel like you go at pretty much any trail and you can find someone to run with at yeah. any point um i don't know the whole just running community here is really awesome yeah and it's really fun to be a part of it yeah totally uh you mentioned that tomorrow's your first workout since you got here yes yeah so in terms of what you're looking forward to or not in the in the very near future <laughs> how are you feeling about uh your first workout at altitude um I'm just kind of curious, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know how my body is going to react to things. Right. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, but it's also just kind of wrapping my head around a new style of training, too, because in college we would spend like two to three months just doing easy running, getting a big fat base. So yeah. it's very new for me being like three weeks into trip. Yeah, three weeks into training mm -hmm. and having a workout right off the bat. Yeah. Um, so. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. It's, it'll be interesting to see how my body adjusts to both the altitude and the new training. Sure. Yeah, I feel like I've, I've been wanting to ask this. This seems like a good time, but now I'm thinking you might not be able to answer it until uh, the next time we, we speak, yeah. I guess, on the podcast. <laughs> but what, uh, just because you've been a pro for not, not terribly long, mm -hmm. what, are, what are some of the biggest differences between running in college and, and running as a pro so far. Yeah. I mean, you kind of I mean, just mentioned free time. one, but... Free time. Yeah, yeah. that's a big <laughs> that's one, which, I mean, yeah, I, I bought a puzzle last night because oh, I wow. didn't know what to do with myself. So me and my boyfriend have just been, like, putting together this 1,000-piece puzzle because we're like, great. okay, like, we don't have anything else to do. We might as well do a puzzle, which, like, that would just never happen yep. in school because you always feel like there's something that you should be doing. Totally. Um, that's a big one. Yep. Uh... And yeah, I don't know what, like, I'm sure, like, the training intensity is just going to be up. The standards are higher. Um, stakes are a little bit higher. Because sure. now there's money and stuff on the line. Yeah, right. Uh, so that'll be a new aspect of it as well. Um, 
But yeah, we'll see how this goes. Just kind of going to roll with it. And yeah. Just make myself hurt for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is uh, 10K is the furthest you've raced? Yeah. So far? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and I've only run two. And you've only run two? Yeah. Okay. So is there anything on the horizon that's further that you can uh, tell uh, us about? Not in, in the immediate future. Not in the immediate future. Okay. What what is what is next on your schedule? Uh, you? I don't know if I can. You can't. Yeah, we won't yeah, go I, into that. Yeah. We'll wait to see. <laughs> yeah, we'll okay, wait. that's fair. Um, I think we're gonna wait till everyone's here before really like finalizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, well, we'll look forward to seeing what that is. Um, cool. Well, it's been really nice to get to know you, um, and we'll look forward to having you on the podcast again. Awesome. This has been great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely.